Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, so you met a stranger online. You had him come over your house at 2 in the morning, and then you left him alone there so you could go get him cigarettes and wine. I got you. Keep going. Yes, sir. Yes, because we have security downstairs, so he wasn't going to go anywhere. So we were pretty safe. Really? Why would the security um, find it strange that someone exit? This is the plaintiff, Johnny Quaglia. He says he met the defendant through an online social media website. And the guy borrowed money from him, and he won't pay it back. He doesn't know what kind of scam the defendant's trying to run. So he's here suing in this court for the $850 he's now owed. This is the defendant, Franklin. He says he went to the plaintiff's apartment, and the guy answered the door buck naked. And he admits he made an arrangement for money for sex with him. Now, for some reason, the guy's trying to get that money back, claiming it was a loan, which it wasn't. He's accused of taking the money and running. The defendant has filed a countersuit for $10,000 for harassment. All parties, please raise your right hands. What you are about to witness is real. The participants are not actors. They are actual litigants with a case pending in civil court. Both parties have agreed to drop their claims and have their cases settled here before Judge Marilyn Millian in our forum, the People's Court. People's Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Marilyn Millian is now presiding. Litigants have been sworn, Your Honor. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. Quaglia, what brings you to court today? Well, on um, December 31st, 2019, around 1 a.m., I was um, uh, confronted online by the defendant. And um, What do you mean by confronted you know, online by the defendant? What does that mean? He had hit me up, um, you know, you know started, started a conversation with me online. I'm sorry, how did, did you know him? Was he a friend of yours? Were you on a website? No. What, yeah, it was on a social, it was a social, uh, social media website, dating social media website. Okay. So he had hit me up, and I, I, I I'd never met him before at all. <clears throat> so um, okay. we, started, we started talking, and, um, and he asked if he could come over. And I said, sure. And so then he asked me for an Uber ride over to my place. And so I agreed and sent him a car and he, he came over to my place and I asked him if I could get him something to drink or anything and he said yeah he'd like uh, some wine and some cigarettes 
So I went to the store and got him some wine and some cigarettes. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, so you met a stranger online. You had him come over to your house at 2 in the morning, and then you left him alone there so you could go get him cigarettes and wine. I got you. Keep going. Yes, yes sir. Because we have security downstairs, so he wasn't going to go anywhere. So that you know, was pretty safe. Really? Why would the security um, so, find it strange that someone exit? Okay, go on. Okay. Um, well, if he exit with any of my stuff, I mean. So, um, so he commenced to telling me a story about how he wanted to stay here in New York, he didn't want to go back to Louisville, Kentucky, and that uh, so he wanted to pursue his acting career here, and he really needs some help with his rent. And he was a. Uh, Did this surprise you, Mr. Quaglia? Well, well, not really, because a lot of people do ask. Um, a lot of people do ask for money, but I mean, in person, it, it is it is a little little awkward. And when I, when when that happened, I knew that I didn't really want to have too much to deal with him. Because he was just asking me for money right off the bat. So. Um, and you expected him to ask you for money when? Well, usually, usually it's done online when they start asking for money, and so, and so it's just you know. It, usually, it it's there. done online when they start asking for money after you've picked them up. I don't know what. Like, I'm trying to figure out what it is that you are like. What's the deal here? You asked him to come over. You expected, I guess, to be romantic with him or something, and he ends up asking you for money before that. Is that correct? And then what that happens? Is, that is correct. Do you give it to that him then? Correct. Well, no. I, he was he was going through a story. He started to cry. He started to cry and said that if he was if he were to go back to Louisville, Kentucky, he would commit suicide. He would kill himself. And um, I did try to see if I could send him some money through one of the cash apps online. And it didn't go through because I'm not really familiar how to send money. Back then, I wasn't really familiar how to send money through the apps. So, um, so I, I didn't succeed in doing that. So he said, well, do you mind if I, if I try? I said, sure. So I, this time, I was, I was sitting on my bed. I'm only in a studio apartment. There's not very much room. So he was sitting on one of my chairs. And so when he, when he came to ask if he could try, he came over and sat down beside me on the bed and um and i was intently looking and watching him as he was doing it because you know i mean i didn't i didn't i don't know this guy i don't trust him oh so he tried a few oh, times you don't trust him you, wait 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 did you just say i don't <laughs> trust him you left him alone in your house after knowing him for one minute and you brought him to your house at two in the morning gotcha yeah and there's no way he could walk out with anything valuable because apparently your security will see what's in his pockets with their x-ray vision all right so go yes, so sir. What happened? You didn't trust him, and what were you thinking was going to happen? Well, <laughs> okay. Um, well, once he got money, I thought maybe something would happen. Yeah. Right. So the money, so it was locked. My bank, my bank had locked the funds from going anywhere. So, so once he knew that no funds were going to come out of no funds were going to come out of me, he 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 decided to to collect himself and um, and leave. Neither of us were naked. We were both fully clothed, and um, okay. and uh, so um, so he he was like, "Well, can you get me an Uber to go home?" And I said, "Sure." At this time, I really wanted him to go because it was just it was uh, it was a nuisance. So I, if it was I a nuisance, a, how did your eight hundred and fifty dollars get into his bank account? Because eventually, you uh, did send it. So when did yeah. you send it? Okay, that morning I went to sleep, and when I woke up, when I woke up the next day, everything was a normal day. But then the next night, the night, when uh, New Year's Eve night, um, he had called me 
and um, had, had awoken me and asked if uh, he, he says instead of the fifteen hundred he was originally asking he he would do eight hundred fifty that would that would be fine he he would be able to pay his rent and stay in and stay in New York so I tried it and it went through. And uh, I said, well, there you go. It went through. Uh, Happy New Year. Well, why and did you try it, though? You're telling me that he was a creep and tried to, to just hit you up for money and then immediately left. And uh, it was a yeah. nuisance. Then why did you send him $850 yeah. the next day? That's, that's, why, that's what I've been asking myself ever since that day happened. I do not know why. I don't, and he was not, not even in my apartment. I, I, am, I, I well, can't tell you why I did it. Right. I, I'm trying to understand if this is a loan, when and how were you planning on getting paid by a guy yes, who's so down said, and out on his luck that he's answering um, he social media a, ads to show up? And yeah, go ahead. He said he had a wonderful job that he could pay me no problem. This is all. I mean, if he, he had a wonderful job, story. why would he need your help with, with his rent? That's, that's, that's a good question. Mr. Franklin, what's going on? So here's what happened. First of all, I met him on an app called Jack. Jack is the app. That is what I met him on. When I met him on there, he messaged me. And yes, I asked him if I could come over. And I said, I have Okay, what kind of an app? I, I'm sorry, I'm not familiar it's with a, Jack. Um, what kind of an oh, app? It's okay. it's okay. It's a gay app. It's a queer app okay. for where you can meet people on there, just like Grindr, Tinder. You just meet people on there. And so okay. I met and, him when he... Can you hold on one second? Let me ask you a question. Yeah. Is um, th There are dating apps and then there are hookup apps. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay, uh, yeah. apps. So is this a hookup app or is this a dating app where you're actually going to meet somebody and they become meaningful to you? Or is to it both? Honest, you know, I don't know. I think it's both. It's both. I honestly think it's all both. When I met him on this app, I was telling him, you know, hey, can I come over and talk with you? I said, I am going through things. I lived in Manhattan. I lived in New York City for two and a half years. I had to move out of my apartment because I lived with two drug addicts and I don't do drugs. I am nowhere near doing that. I am very clean, very responsible. And the lady who was in the apartment, the lease owner, she was an abuser. She abused me. She was constantly on drugs and everything. And so luckily I had a friend who said, hey, you can stay with me. Now I was also this woman's caregiver and that was my job. I was taking care of her and I really wanted to get her to go to rehab so she can stop doing drugs. She didn't do that. I was tired of it. So basically I had to lose my job. I did not have a job. I had no money because I was spending so much money helping this woman then. Okay, Mr. Franklin, let's try to focus. You're on the yes. app and it's what time of the morning? Um, this was actually at night. This was at night. This was around the 31st. I would say roughly around 11 o'clock PM, 11 o'clock. On New Year's Eve proper or the day before? New Year's Eve, New Year's Eve. Okay, so what time of the day or night did you go over to this stranger's apartment? Um, around midnight. Midnight? I would say, yeah, I would say roughly All right, and what midnight. time did you, and what time did you leave? Uh, I would say around two in the morning. Okay, now, Mr. Quaglia, can I ask you a question? What was the purpose of him coming over? Is it the obvious? Yes, ma'am. It is the obvious. Yeah, All right, so now, uh, Mr. Franklin, According to him, he doesn't expect that you're going to hit him up for money and you hit him up for money. 
Um, and you give him this, the sob story that you were explaining to me about your difficult circumstances, et cetera, et cetera. Now, what happens? Because he says you're supposed to pay him back and you never pay him back. What is your so, reason for not paying him back? The reason because when he was hitting me up and getting my lift and everything, even though I told him I just wanted to talk, he wanted to have sexual, basically do sexual things with me. And that is also in the messages I have on screenshot and proved and even sent. And you can see. So why'd you go? If that's not what you had in mind, why'd you go? I went because I just wanted to talk. That's all I wanted to do. You, I you went ignored. at midnight to, uh, to some yes. stranger's house that you found on a hookup app because you wanted to talk. That's what you're telling me, right? Yes. Exactly, yes. Okay, well, do you, do you think I'm stupid? I mean, come on, man. That, you know, you're going to his house. He's paying for your Uber. He's sending you texts. Let's see the texts you're getting before you walk in there. Hey, baby, okay, should I head out now? I can't wait to... And you're telling me that you went over there because you wanted to chit-chat? I mean, all right, so now you get there, and what is it that you discuss with him about money, according to him, from Jump Street? How much money are you asking him for? $1,500? No, it was eight fifty. It was not 1500 It was eight fifty. That's what I told okay. him. Okay, and, and did when I, I arrived, did anything happen between the two of you uh, in the two hours that you were there? Yes. So when I arrived at the apartment, actually, he opened the door. He was completely butt naked, no clothes on, had no underwear on, nothing, just completely naked. And my reaction was just kind of like, "Whoa! Like, can you put some clothes on? Like, you know, hey, I'm just, you know, sitting down to talk." And that's true. That was hundred percent. I did not do anything. I just wanted to talk. Then he went. And I didn't. And also, I did not stay at the apartment. I went with him to go get the wine, and I also went with him to go get the cigarettes. We came back to the apartment, and we sat down and talked. He also still wanted to do sexual things with me and everything. I kept my clothes on until he said the only way that I was going to be getting any money was if I took my clothes off and did sexual things with him. Now, that's my fault. That's my mistake that I took in on that action. And, you know, I can't, I'm probably not the only person in this whole entire world who has done something like that because that is, again, that's my no, fault. I know, for doing but that. I'm trying to understand what your defense is. I sold my body for sex so I don't have to pay him back, or you didn't have sex, or what is it you're saying? Uh, like, I'm, what happened? I'm trying to understand because it flips back and forth in, in the messages. So I'm trying to understand what the deal was. Go ahead. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Whether it's routine maintenance and emergency repair or a dream project, Angie lets you compare quotes from multiple local pros, browse homeowner reviews, and even book a service instantly. Angie's been connecting people with skilled pros for nearly 30 years. So the next time you have a home project, bring it to Angie to get your job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. 
That's A-N-G-I dot com. Welcome back to the People's Court. I'm Harvey Levin. The plaintiff is saying that the defendant is scamming him out of money and he wants that money back. But the defendant says they had a sexual arrangement and he owes him nothing. Let's go back into the courtroom. After I came over and talked and everything with him and not wanting to do sexual things, he said the only way I would get the money is if I did sexual things with him. And so did you? We did not have sex. This is when the transaction that he's talking about, this is when I was helping him and he was sitting there next to me. He wasn't even paying attention. He was kissing on me, touching me and everything like that. And I specifically told him not to touch me. Okay. He didn't give you money that night. Nope, he didn't. And then he ends up sending you the money the next day. Had you reached out to him again the next day to ask for the money, like he says? Yes, for the fact that I did all that. That's why? Okay. And then he sends you the money. And then he starts to ask you very soon after that, when are you going to pay me the money back? Correct? Exactly. Yes. And I feel like I shouldn't for the fact that I did all that for this man. And he, it's, it's like, how if I'm paying you back this money, how am I getting my dignity back from the fact that I went over there and did all that stuff? And this is the first time that I've ever done this in my life of doing this. I never did this. This is really? the first time I made a shit. Yeah. According to you, Mr. Franklin sent you naked pictures of himself before he went over. Is that right, Mr. Quaglia? Yes, ma'am. All right. And when, before you started asking Mr. Franklin to pay you back, had you been reaching out to Mr. Franklin for companionship again and he was kind of ignoring you? No. When did he complain, stop blowing up my phone, and why did he complain about that? Um, That was the morning of uh, New New Year's Day. I was trying to get a hold of him in the morning to see uh, see when he was going to pay me back. And then he especially said, stop blowing up my phone. And I realized that I wasn't going to get my money back. Well, you know, it's kind of odd to loan somebody $850 that you expect back and to call about it the next day. It's very weird. So exactly Mm. what changed between day one and day two? He sent you that text saying, stop blowing up my phone? Yeah, well, right. I just wanted to clear. I just wanted to clarify the, the, the you know, because since we didn't, I didn't give him the money. He didn't get the money the night before. When he got the money the next day, that's when I wanted to clarify when I was going to start seeing my money being paid back to me. All right, you send out an email to him on January twelfth. You say what you're experiencing will only get worse until you deposit that money back into my PayPal account. It is up to nine fifty now because I guess you're demanding interest. And then, hey, can we meet? And that's from Mr. Franklin to you. So did you guys meet ever again or no? No, no, we didn't. Okay. And then at some point, he says to you, you are not going to ask me over of the 825 that you owe me. This will not happen. Be a man and pay what you owe me and we'll be done with this. Then you say, that's fine, I'll pay you back, but I'm going to the cops after you get it from PayPal. Don't contact me ever again. So why are you saying I'll pay you back if it's not money you owe? I said that I would pay him back for the fact that it was going to be guilt money for him. Guilt. And I said that I was going to go to the cops for it so that he remembered what he did inside that apartment. Okay, either leave me the alone or I will go to the police. Wow. Pay me my money and don't let me do a ritual on you. 
Un trabajito. What is the ritual on you? Voodoo? Uh, uh, Mr. Franklin, was that what he was threatening? Witchcraft? Yes, witchcraft. Witchcraft and then also, yeah, a lot of witchcraft. Because if you did look at my apartment, you would have noticed some black magic figures lying around. Did you do some witchcraft on him? You, oh, look at this one. Sir Lord God, is that what you call yourself, Mr. Quaglia? That's my other alias, yes. Okay, Sir Lord God, you are cursed. In six days, it will start. It will stop once you PayPal my account $900. So if you're not suicidal now, you'll definitely will be in, after six days. Have a great life. Did he send that to you? Yes, he did. Now, at one point when he emails you, you respond as though you are your mother. Is that correct? Yes, 100%. And why do yes. you do that? So he'll leave you alone and you won't have to pay? I just wanted him to leave me alone. That's all I wanted him to do. I wanted him just to leave me alone. It's not even about the money at all whatsoever. And <clears throat> to be honest, when I, I even told, as far as, you know, the show. It's about the principal? Yes. Yes. Okay. So it's kind of excuse after excuse after excuse to not pay the money that you got him to pay you. I do have a question for you, though. You mentioned in there, and I this is actually the essence of your counterclaim, that he posted nudes of you. Tell me about that. So he sent me a link, and I clicked on the link, and basically he posted my nude, my, you know, my private part on the web. And, like, basically for everyone to see. You know, I don't have a, you know, an OnlyFans. I don't, I don't, I don't want people to see my nudes all over the web and everything. Mr. Quaglia, did you post nudes of Mr. Franklin on a blog? Uh, I posted the video that he had sent me, yes, but it doesn't show his face. Yeah, and is that a video that he sent you before he went to your apartment? Yes, ma'am. Oh, That's okay. the video he sent me. So in. now, let me ask you a question. You posted it on a blog? Did that blog exist before? Does that blog exist after? Is this your blog? What is this that he's talking about that you posted it? It's, it's blogger. It's blogger.com from Google. And, um, okay, yeah, so I've people saw that, me. right? And they saw it associated with his name. Okay, but you posted it on a public blog. And if anybody wanted to, they could. And you don't know that people didn't see it. And that's the point of putting it on the blog for people to see it. And you also put it on the blog with his name and your complaints attached to him that he was a thief, right? Yes, ma'am. Okay, how long was that up? Uh, it was up until it, uh, I mean, I don't, probably about six months. And now it just, it doesn't even show on, uh, it doesn't show anymore. Not, nothing, nothing, nothing shows up. Okay. Now, Mr. Franklin, these are pictures that you um, actually sent to him. I'm sorry, not pictures, videos. How did you send those videos? Oh, it was through text message. Which isn't a particularly secure way to send pictures of yourself. And when I'm looking at all of your email responses to him, it's almost an afterthought to mention that, oh, and by the way, you put nudes of me up. I just realized that you can't do that. And then he took him right down once you said that because you threatened a lawsuit and he took it right down, right? Yes. Yeah. All right. You know what? Here's where we are. Mr. Quaglia, you've come to court asking me to make Mr. Franklin pay you back the money that you fronted to him, which you say was a loan. I don't know whether it was a loan or wasn't a loan. I think that you were buying the sexual favors of a man that could be your son. Uh, you're 55, he's 25, he looks very young. And um, it was fine and dandy with you so long as he was paying attention to you. And then when he wasn't, literally in 24 hours, when are you gonna pay me back? When are you gonna pay me back? When are you gonna pay me back? 
Mr. Franklin, you called Mr. Quagley a predator in your emails. A predator presumes that the thing that is preyed upon is unwilling, unsuspecting. I don't know that that would be an accurate description of you, Mr. Franklin. For whatever reasons, you know, you wanted to stay in New York, you needed the money, and Mr. Quaglia was, for all intents and purposes, a perfect patsy for you because you got $850, okay? Yes. So then all of a sudden, it is in incredibly evil of you to then start claiming that you're 17, pretending you're your mother, making a million excuses to not pay him back after you said you would. But Mr. Franklin's evilness at doing that is only surpassed by Mr. Quaglia's evilness at posting the video of him. So, Mr. Quaglia, I am ordering Mr. Franklin to pay you back that 825 bucks, but I am also ordering you to pay him 825 bucks for posting his pictures. So you today will get nothing. The net judgment is zero. That is my verdict, gentlemen. Good luck. Well, the plaintiff prevailed in the case, but the judge orders him to get nothing. Let me talk to you for a moment, Mr. Quaglia, since uh, you're the plaintiff in this case and you're obviously not going to get the money out of it that you hope to get. What do you think the repercussions of this will be? Any idea? Um, no, I, uh, no, no clue. I haven't thought that far ahead. <laughs> um, I, you know, yeah. All right. Well, I'll let you go with that. Uh, Mr. Franklin, let me ask you something. What do you think you've learned from this whole experience? Um, honestly, this is probably going out to all you know, just in the gay community that, you know, and anyone who tries to ask, you know, none, basically just borrowing and like, if you're in like a tough situation and, and asking to borrowing for like, you know, sugar daddies and all this stuff. And, you know, you just have to be careful. You have to be careful. You don't know who you're going to meet and who you're talking to. And sometimes you will end up in the wrong, um, and based in the messy, um, situation. And, you know, I would probably never really do that ever again, honestly, and just, you know, stay focused on what I want to do in my life and not being able to, like, ask for, for help. Well, I know you've learned a lot from this. Well, good luck to you. Okay? What a story. Harvey, what do you think about this case? Okay, Doug, well, look, this is called an offset in the law. This happens all the time. You may owe somebody money, but if they also owe you money for something totally different, what you say is, look, I owe you maybe $1,000, but you owe me $1,000, so we're even. And that's essentially what happened here. Um, they both owed essentially the same amount, and they both ended up with nothing. Hey, judges, what are some of your weird house rules? Thanks, Stevie. Weird house rules. When food gets left out or a mess gets made, what happens in our house is somebody photographs it with, the, with an iPhone like it's a crime scene. <laughs> And they'll take photographs from a few different angles, and then, boom, they get posted in our group chat until somebody fesses up, and, and there's a, a moment of reckoning. It's like, it's the modern equivalent of the stocks or the pillory back in, in medieval times, right? These are the plaintiffs, Anthony and Rosanna Castellone. Anthony says he and his wife purchased the fully finished condo from the defendant. And when they took possession of the place, they thought they were robbed. Numerous things included in the sale were gone. The defendant double-crossed them, and they are here suing for the $2,500 they were cheated out of.
This is the defendant, John Kahiri. He says he sold the plaintiffs his furniture, but they got upset because he took his personal belongings with him when he moved out. And the plaintiffs think things like a broom, flashlight, and his toaster should have been left behind. He's accused of taking too much. All parties, please raise your right hands. Welcome back to the People's Court. Next case on the docket, the plaintiffs say they purchased a fully furnished condo from the defendant, and the guy ripped him off by taking some of the stuff he should have left. But the defendant says he sold the plaintiffs his furniture, but they also wanted his personal belongings, like a flashlight and a broom, which is nuts. It's the case of taking way too much. Thank you, Douglas. You're welcome. Okay, Mr. and Mrs. Castellone, who wants to speak first? Mr. Castellone, let me let me direct mm -hmm. it to you, and then you can add whatever you want. You you bought the condo on what date? August 2020. The offer was made on August 9th. Um, the offer was for 249.9 for a purchase price. And where is the uh, co where is listed. the condo? Condo is in Estero, Estero, Florida. Okay, very nice. Now you actually. Um, you actually end up authoring some separate document or somebody authors it on your behalf, uh, which uh, separated the contents and called it four grand for the contents. Did you pay that in addition yes. or you, that brought down your purchase price? That was in addition to the 249.9. Our agent um, okay. informed us that the seller was in agreement uh, with 249.9 plus $4,000 for a separate, he wanted to separate the agreement for the contents. The contents. Okay, yes. so what was your understanding of what the contents what meant? What what did that phrase Tur mean? The, the understanding was turnkey, which was our offer, which you basically, as an owner, you turn the key and walk out the door. You take your personal belongings, everything stays. Uh, furniture, TVs. Everything stays. Appliances, kitchen, plateware, the whole nine yards. All right, and then when you guys move in, you find that numerous things had been removed. How did you determine yes. what had been removed? Well, between our offer and acceptance, I was down in Florida on business. I contacted my agent to see the property, and um, I, uh, I looked at and I took pictures of, of the contents of the property. Okay. And, and now, reviewed you had, it. You and we folks also, had an yeah. agent. You had an agent. Yes. And Mr. Kahari, did you have an agent also? Yes, I did. And between these two agents, it didn't occur to anybody to inventory every single item that was in the house. Because that's how it's done. The right way to do this is to have a specific inventory of every single item in the house, room by room. I know, because I've done this. And then when my realtor said, Here's the list. I'm like, oh, heck no, I want to keep that. No, I want to keep that. And then there's an understanding between the parties of what is being kept and what is not being kept. But Correct. instead, what we have is you taking pictures of open cupboards. So that's great. You can tell what's in the front of the picture, but you have no idea what's in the back. You don't know what's missing. There could be a lot more missing because there's no inventory. Mr. Kahari, can you explain to me why it is that according to Mr. Castellone, you took a bunch of items from the cupboards with you. Well, first, let's look at the agreement, okay? It says, agree that the contents of the property, excluding the black lounge chair, will be purchased for $4,000, okay? What part of that was confusing to you, Mr. Kahari? 
Uh, none of it. It's uh, very clear contents of the property, except contents is a nebulous term. What is personal? What is uh, for the condo? Some stuff is there is uh, very practical for the condo. Some is not. Did you take a uh, ladder? Eight foot ladder. And did you take another ladder as well? A two a two step step ladder? I did. Okay. And did you take a pizza maker? I did. Did you take a Keurig that was in the kitchen cupboard? Yes. Right. Your position on this is that that's not the contents? Well, the contents is what's showing in the condo. Um, I, I, I have a lot of personal stuff there. That wasn't a rental for me. It was my private condo. So I had a lot of stuff stored. There's also dog dishes. There's also all kinds of things they wouldn't want. You have to make an... Uh, opinion of what they would want for a condo as far as a rental. No, that was my I don't think you make an opinion on your own. I think that you come to terms with the buyer on it. And what happened is they made their objection to it very, very clear. They wrote to their agent and then had their, their agent write to your agent because you weren't responding. They said, we want things, these things back. And your position on it is the, that's personal. Did you take your dishes or did you leave that? All the dishes are there, all the towels, all, everything you need to right. rent the condo. You walk in the door and that's Right. Turnkey, exactly. So what you did was you cherry-picked what it is you didn't feel like leaving them. In a contract that you very clearly understand meant that you leave your towels, that you leave the dishes, that you leave... It's very clear. It says, agree that the contents. So if you exclude only one thing, which is the black lounge chair... Guess what you get to take with you? The black lounge chair and nothing else. That's what you get to take so with my, you. You don't get to take all these other things. And no, your underwear, I know you, you flippantly said, was I supposed to leave them my underwear? Everyone understands that your underwear is not the contents of the condo. Your pictures of your family are not the contents of the condo. But let's see what you took. In your first demand letter, they noticed that you took a kegerator, okay? They're gonna want the kegerator. A six foot aluminum ladder, a hand mixer, flashlights, a zoshirushi bread machine, a shop vac, a small step ladder, a pizza maker, a popcorn maker, a tool, the tool kit, some beach lounge chairs, a steam mop, you know, a toaster, like, you know, it was, you know, a lot of the stuff that in a turnkey sale is supposed to have stayed there. Now, the question I have for you though, Mr. and Mrs. Castellone, why are you suing for $2,500? for the value of these items. These are used items, okay? So you are deprived of the value of these used items. You're not entitled to punishment value because you're mad at him because he didn't return them. I wanna hear from Mrs. Castellon. Oh, well, I kinda let my husband um, deal with the, the figure part of it. Um, so I really don't have much to say other than I feel that he it says was that unfair. you had to spend a bunch of time at Bed Bath and Beyond to replace the items. Is that true? That is true. And we were there for limited time, okay. so it was really a very big inconvenience. Right? Don't you love Bed Bath and Beyond like I do? <laughs> yes. And PJ Maxx. <laughs> is it really that much of an inconvenience? Because you were at Bed Bath and Beyond buying all kinds of stuff for the new condo. I mean, when people ask me what my hobby is, it's Bed Bath and Beyond or TJ Maxx. Let's talk about what you're entitled to in court. What you're entitled to in court is the value of the item that was taken. There is no question in my mind he had no business taking this stuff, none. But now we have to decide what the value of it is. You are suing Mr. Castellone for, for $2,500.
how on God's green earth is the value of a 12-year-old kegerator and, you know, all this other stuff that's used, $2,500? That does include the time and the, a, a lot of the court costs that I had, I had estimated. So, so was, Mr. Kahari, what do you think the value of, of this stuff that you took is? Okay, we had a walkthrough. They had a walkthrough. They had two hours, up to two hours in the condo I left. They could search the whole condo. They could, if you can't see an eight-foot ladder and if you can't see a kegerator in your walkthrough, you're not looking too hard. They had those two people and along with their realtor. If they would have told me they wanted these things, they would have given them to me. They mean nothing to me. The last time that bread maker was turned on is sometime in an Obama administration. This is not important to me, okay. but you have to decide what's what's for a condo. They had time to look at it. Okay, so if I understand it? what you're saying correctly, it's why didn't they catch you taking things out? And if they had just said so, you would have returned them. They sent a letter asking you to return them. Did you return them? No. Oh, I guess well, there's your answer. Okay, so the only issue left for Judge Milian is to determine the value of these used items. I realize that you're mad, Mr. Castellone, and that you want me to take into consideration that you were forced to go out and buy stuff. The measure of damages in court is what are you out? But when I'm assessing the measure of damages, if you think I'm not thinking about the trouble that you've had to go through, so it's gonna be a very generous figure and it's not gonna be anywhere near the figure that you want because I am still bound by the value of the used items. So I am finding in favor of the plaintiffs in the amount of $800. So the plaintiffs are only going to get $800, not the $2,500 they were seeking. Mr. McCary, the uh, defendant, let me ask you something. They apparently sent you a letter asking for things back and uh, the judge asked you if you'd return them, you, you, you said no. Well, because they had a chance to look at the condo. They had a chance to say, this stuff is missing. If they would have said that to me at the time, I would have certainly given it to them. Frugality is not my issue. They did not say anything when they walked through the condo. How can you miss an eight-foot ladder? How can you miss a kegerator? Well, the point is they missed it when they took occupancy of the And, of and the, I think that's the their condo. issue. And I, th I think both of you have learned something from this whole uh, this whole enterprise here. Uh, Mr. Castelloni, Mr. Castellone, may ask you too. I, yes. I would imagine you feel a little cheated by your uh, real estate agent who the judge said didn't do a complete job. Would I be right? Yeah, and and yep, and and uh, the reason we didn't bring anything up during the walkthrough was that the seller had agreed to deep clean the unit and we needed to close on this property because we were from out of town and he had not deep cleaned the unit and we were negotiating on a on a mediation to get the unit clean before my wife and i um could spend the weekend in it all right well let me ask you how you feel about the eight hundred dollars you wanted 2500 are you satisfied with 800 yeah i think it's it's really the principle here we're not in to to make any money on this deal we spent a lot of time extra furnishing the contents that we didn't anticipate doing. Very good. Yep. Okay. Thank you very much. Well, that'll do it for this case. Harvey, what do you think? Doug, this happens a lot with the purchase of a home or a condo uh, where 
certain things are included in the purchase price, but you make that a side agreement. This is typically done as a side agreement. And when that happens, you've got to be so specific in what you write down. If you just write all the furniture, what's furniture? I mean, are blinds furniture? You know, you start getting into the weeds and all of a sudden there are these disputes. So you should basically itemize everything that's supposed to be left and everything that the seller is allowed to take. I mean, you have to be that specific. I know that sounds like a pain in the neck and it's going to take some time, but you know what takes more time than that? What takes more time is when you get into dispute when the landlord or the, or the seller takes something that you think he shouldn't have taken and you end up in court. That's what takes a lot of time. Hey judges, what's your perfect date night? Question by Sammy. Perfect date night. I know we're going to be on the exact same page on this one. Um, I'm thinking we go out um, to an event that's fun, something exciting, either a monster truck show, <laughs> maybe a tractor pull, you know, something just really exciting. We go do that, a little culture. Romantic. Then, yeah, yeah, and we dine on beer and hot dogs or pizza at that event. Mm -hmm. Then we come home, we cuddle on the sofa, and we watch American Pickers maybe for a couple of hours. <laughs> What? What? I said, Ooh, he's mine, ladies. I thought I was supposed to be honest about this stuff. Wait a minute. That's going to do it, folks. Tune in tomorrow for Judge Millian and me. We'll see you next time. Angie has made it easier than ever to hire high-quality pros to get all your home service jobs done well. Just bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie will connect you with local pros who match your specific needs. Or book a service instantly at an upfront price. So join the millions of homeowners who use Angie to care for their homes and get your next home service job done well. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.